0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kingdom Chats with Tiffany Miller. Welcome, 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 and happy Wednesday to all of my listeners on today. I just want to, first of all, apologize because I am extremely late, and and I had a little bit of opposition with the recording, you guys, so I am posting this podcast a little bit later than normal. But nonetheless, I am posting and I am here. And I thank you all for tuning in. I hope you all are doing well. I hope your family is well. I hope all is well on your end. I'm great. My family's doing well. And you know my stance, I will not, I shall not, and I cannot complain. I am very, very grateful for truly this is the day that the Lord has made, and we all shall rejoice and be glad in it. I am excited. You guys know that we are on season two of podcasting, and this is season two, episode two. And our theme for this season is Q&A, and what does the Bible have? to say about the questions that I got from some of my friends and my Facebook family and some questions you know how it is you always or may have had a question in the back of your mind regarding the Bible and you wonder I wonder what the Bible has to say about that but something that you never really researched your own self or you you never really got to the nitty gritty of the situation and to the heart of the matter and you just never for whatever reason dug deep into see exactly what the bible has to say about it well we're going to tackle that in season two so hopefully it's something that's said that can help you and shout out to all of my new subscribers to this podcast and my new listeners welcome And to my old and regular listeners, welcome to you guys as well. I hope and pray there's something said that will help you, that will uplift you, that will encourage you and that you can share. So feel free, you guys, to share this podcast. You have my permission. You have my permission to share all these podcasts, if you like, with a family or friend, you know, family member or friend. Um, whenever of your choice, you hear something, if you hear anything that you think someone else may need to hear, feel free to share it with them and let them hear it. So like always, we're going to jump right into prayer real fast. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for every listener. I thank you for everyone that is tuned into this podcast. I thank you for directing the ones that need to hear this to this podcast. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for their life. Holy Spirit. I invite you in for surely I can do nothing until you come. I can do nothing until you come in. So I invite you in, Holy Spirit. Please take over my entire being from the crown of my head to the very soles of my feet. I give you permission. I cannot do this without you. I need you here to speak through me so we can get it out. What the Father has to say. I thank you for coming in on this podcast. You have free free reign and free course to do what you want to do and to say what you need to say in your Son Jesus' name. I pray, Amen and Amen. Listen, you guys, I'm just going to go ahead and jump right in to the Q and A and let's get this show started. Okay, and I'm going to go right into the Q&A. Listen, there are there were two questions that were asked. So I'm going to uh, not two questions, but it was two separate questions, but they intertwine. So I decided to go ahead and to answer both questions at the same time. The first question is, am I hearing God? The second question is the importance of obeying the voice of God. And those were two different questions coming from two different people, but I'm going to intertwine the questions, the answers together. So I thought it would be befitting to go ahead and answer the both of these questions at the same time. And I'm excited about it because this is a little bit my domain because um hearing from God is something that I do. I am a prophetic person and not saying, let's be clear, before you guys, you know, come for me. Let's be clear. And I want you guys to know that you do not have to be prophetic in order to hear from God. If you are a child of God, God speaks to his children. God can speak to anybody. If God can speak through a donkey, trust me, God can speak through and to anyone so the question is hearing and recognizing his voice when he does speak so let's open up with that listen the first scripture that came that popped out immediately to me um am i hearing god was john 10 and 27 which states my sheep hear my voice and i know them and they follow me my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. Okay. So first of all, let's, let's go ahead and and talk about this a little bit. Am I hearing God? First of all, in order to establish his voice and to know his voice, you must first enter into a solid, profound relationship with him. You have to get to know the father. You have to get to know him. You, you have to spend time with him. You have to to really talk to him on a daily basis and, and set aside time to go into your secret place, which which is what we call it. You know, the secret place. That means your personal time, time where you just spend with you and the Lord alone. You know, you, you you spend time with him, you talk to him, you pray to him, you may worship him, you may read the word of God, you know, however you feel led to, to, to speak to the father or commune with him that particular day. But there should not be a day that goes by that you are not talking to the father. So in order to understand what the voice of God sounds like, you have to be in his face all the time to recognize the method upon which he speaks to you. And you have to understand our God is so multidimensional. So thank God He doesn't speak to everyone the same way. He has multi-ways of speaking to us. And um, you know, it's 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 like it's it's sort of like let me use a, natu- a natural natural. Um, analogy or parable to get you to understand a spiritual meaning of what I'm saying. Now, when when most of us enter into a relationship with that significant one, or you decide you're going to start courting um, someone and you decide, okay, this is who I want to be with. We're going to do this. We're going to commit to each other. You know what I'm saying? In order to establish that relationship and in order to you know, for that relationship to become strong and in order for your love to grow and in order for, you know, for you to to be on an intimate level As far as relationship goes, not not sexual, but just, you know, courting and getting to know each other, uh, especially friendship. You know, you become friends and, and, and all of that good stuff. You're getting to know your significant other. So during that process, you know, you you're talking to them every single day. Because every day you, t- you're, you talk to them, you know, it's building your relationship. It's making your relationship stronger. You're getting to know them more. You're getting to know their triggers. You, you, you're you beginning to know what makes them happy, what makes them sad, what makes them excited, what makes them fearful. You, you just begin to study that person and you begin to know them. You begin to understand their mood when they're just not feeling it today. Amen. That man may begin to understand that woman. That woman may be having a blah day. So he he may understand all right well she's having a blah day we just gonna chill today and i'm just gonna kick it with my woman my lady and we just gonna chill today you know i'm just gonna we just gonna cuddle today or well maybe you shouldn't be cuddling if you you know trying to do the godly thing you might want to have some boundaries there but y'all get my drift you know we we just gonna chill out today we we don't have to do anything we could just talk or whatever so the more you're around that person, the more you are, are estel- establishing your familiarity with that person and, 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 and their, their their voice, their sound. Even when something is wrong, you can hear it in their voice. Even even if they're excited or got exciting news, you can hear it in their voice. Even if they have bad news, you can hear it in their voice. You just know that something is wrong because you spend so much time with them and you begin to understand when something's wrong, when something's good when something's bad you know you you just know okay because every day you don't spend time with that significant other today and you don't hear from them the next three four five six seven weeks months whatever that's not a relationship you know relationship with someone involves communication. You must talk to them. You must react to them. You must engage with them. You know, it's the same thing with the father. And the more you engage, the more you you get to know him and the more he gets to know you. And it says, the, my sheep hear my voice and I know them. And, and And not only does he know you, but you know him, you hear his voice. So because you are with the father and you're intentional about spending time with him every day, you become familiar with him and you begin to become familiar in by which the way he speaks to you. And, 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 And you have to understand that, first of all, you must know the word of God, because let's get that out there. The voice of God is the word of God. That's how we establish the voice of God through his word. His word is his voice. So you, I'll tell you this, anything that contradicts what he says, you know, that's not God. Anything that does not line up with what God's word says, if you can't find it in his word and you're saying God spoke this to me, I beg to differ because the voice of God is the word of God. The word will back what he says and an example of what I mean. Okay. This is an ultimate example of, of what I see happen a lot. I'll see someone uh, saved and full of Holy Spirit, and they'll they'll hook up with an unbeliever and say, Oh, God told me to marry them. Okay, and are you God told you to marry? But the Bible clearly states, be not equally yoked, unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what for what fellowship does darkness have with the light? You know, so the Bible tells us not to become unequally yoked with unbelievers. And you're going to sit here and say that God said for you to marry an unbeliever. And you said, oh, I heard God. He told me. Well, see, first of all, that contradicts his word. And you have to understand that God's word will speak and not lie. And every time you go in the word of God and it contradicts it, you know, that was not the voice of God that was talking to you. That that was probably Satan or your own or your own will taking precedence, your own voice or your own reasoning and your own logic, familiar spirits that was not of God. So in order to hear God, understand that whatever he's telling you, it will line up with his word. You should be able to go in the word of God and find what he just what you believe he spoke to you. That's why I suggest to a lot of people, please write down what you believe you're hearing or it. because and after you are done talking and, and, and releasing what you feel like you've heard, then go back in the word of God and let that be what you measure it with. Because if God said it, it's written in the word of God. If you can't find anything that you said that you believe God just said it to you in his word. Then I it, it it can't be God. That's not God. So, in order for you to establish whether you're really hearing from Him, and are you really hearing from Him, you must have a profound relationship with Him, and God will develop your hearing over time. And plus, He speaks to us in different ways. God speaks to some people in a um in a in a still quiet voice. Some people He speaks through through dreams. Some, some people he'll speak to them through numbers. Some people he'll speak to them through patterns and colors and, and, um, songs and, and even poetry and rhyme schemes and stuff of that nature. God is so multidimensional. He has numerous ways of speaking to us, but the number one way that he speaks to us is through his word. You can always find the what what God is saying if you open up your Bible. It's full of words. It's full of words. So that's how you know if you're hearing from God or not. When you, by spending time with him and you become familiar with his voice. So much so. Okay, let's 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 take another example and then I'm going to move on and get you to understand exactly what I'm saying. If, if I'm in an airport and I'm in a relationship and my, my husband is looking, or I'm married, say, okay. My husband is looking for me in the airport. I spot my husband, but my husband does not see me. I see him. I've spotted him through hundreds of people at this big, huge airport. And I see my husband and I see him looking and turning around and looking for me like he's looking for someone. And I know he's looking for me. So I yell my husband's name out to the top of my lungs. And my husband stops dead in his tracks. And he stops dead in his tracks because he heard my voice. Now. Although there are hundreds of people walking around in the airport and a lot of people are talking and a lot of chatter is going on and buzzing and all of that through a busy airport. Although I scream my husband's name out. Guess what? My husband now stops because he heard me like, OK, I, I don't see her, but I know I heard my wife. I know I heard her voice. I, why? Because he knows my voice. He knows my voice out of hundreds of voices. He knows my voice. That's the same ordeal. Why does he, how does he know my voice? Because of the countless times we have spent together. He has become familiar with my voice. My voice is, 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 is so familiar to him that it could be million, uh, a million people talking and I call his name. He's going to know, oh, that's Tiffany. I know her voice. The same ordeal with God. If, if we spend countless time with him, when he begins to talk to us, and the more time we spend with him, the more he develops our, our our hearing, then you don't have any doubt. You know this is God talking to you because you know his voice. So that's the way you establish his voice. Clearly. Is by, is, by, is by reading the word of God and by spending countless time with him in the secret place every single day. That's how you know if you're hearing him or not and understand his, his word, his voice, his God's voice will never contradict his word. He doesn't have a respect of a person, okay? So moving on to the next question, the importance of obeying the voice of God it ties in with hearing the voice of God. Of course, um, the scripture that came to mind here, let me see if I can't find it for you guys. The scripture that came to my mind here was uh, 1 Samuel. Let me let me find it. Okay, 1 Samuel 15 and 22. And it states, and Samuel said, "Hath the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord. Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to hearken than the fat of rams. So guess what? Obedience is better than a sacrifice. The importance of obeying the voice of God is so imperative. Whenever we disregard the voice of God, and may I interject that delayed obedience is still disobedience whenever we delay in our obedience, when God gives us a directive or an instruction, and He tells us what to do, and we delay in doing it now, the thing that I have realized the 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 two things that I see the most in operation that hinders people from obeying God is fear and pride. Fear and pride are the most two things that I see in operation when it comes to obeying God because fear causes people to, to, to delay or disobey him because it causes us the directive or instruction that the Lord gives us causes us to step outside of our comfort zone or step into something that's unfamiliar to us. So it'll fear will set in and cause us not to do it or fear will set in and cause us you know, to be delayed in doing what the Lord has asked us or instructed us to do. And pride also is another thing that causes us to rebel against God and, and what he has instructed us to do, because he'll tell you to do something and you pride to get in the way and say, man, I'm not doing that. I don't I really don't want to do that now, I don't, I don't, especially if it's something we don't want to do. Try to get in the way and we'll become prideful be like, I ain't got to, or or he may ask us to to serve and you may feel like that's beneath, serve. That's kind of beneath me, God, which is never beneath anyone because we're all servants. Serving should never be beneath anyone in the kingdom. I don't care who you are. Serving should never be beneath anyone. We are all called to serve. So. But I'm just, you know, giving some examples and and, and letting you understand what I mean, you know, so you have to be very, very intentional about obeying God. Whenever you disobey him, there's going to be a price you're going to pay. You're going to sacrifice something due to your disobedience to him. You know, the Bible gives us many accounts, beginning with Adam and Eve. They were told by God, you know what I'm saying? Do not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And they ate anyway. And as a result, they were put out of the garden. And now man has to work to the sweat of his brow. And now every time... The Bible says a woman is to give birth. She's going to have a painful childbirth due to ease disobedience along with some other stuff. There's a price to pay. You, we have to obey God. When God tells us something, we may not understand why he's telling us, but we must obey because if we don't, it's going to be a sacrifice. He will discipline you. It's just like your own child in the natural. If you have children, Or if you don't have children, if you grew up with siblings in your home, every time you disobeyed your parents, what happened? There was a consequence behind your actions. And nine times out of ten, that was that consequence was not a good one. You know, even if you have your own children, when your own children disobey you then they have a consequence. It's actions, you you know, it's consequences behind your actions. You're going to sacrifice something for disobeying me. God does the same thing. We're his children. And when he tells us to do something, we should do it. Yes, father. Also, another example, Jonah. We know that God told Jonah to go down to Nineveh. But Jonah didn't want to go down to Nineveh. God said, cry out and cry out against that city and tell them they need to repent. Jonah felt like, well, you know what? Paraphrasing you guys, I'm not going down to no Nineveh. I'm not telling those people nothing. They don't even deserve your forgiveness. Nuh-uh, I ain't going. God said, oh, you're not. And what happens? We know the story Well, some of us may not know, but Jonah gets on the boat. That's problem. He gets tossed overboard and when he gets tossed overboard he lands into the belly of a whale for three days and three nights he was in the belly of a whale there's no no telling what the bible doesn't give us an account exactly what he went through for three days and three nights but it was probably like living in hell for him for three days and three nights so much so when the well spit him up they the bible decrees joni jonah did a three days journey in one day he he got his butt to Nineveh and he cried out why because if he had just done what God asked him to do the first time he would have escaped all of that of of whatever he saw but he had to so had to go through something profound in three days and three nights because he ran like like never before you know And last but not least, Moses. We know what happened with Moses, well, not last but not least, but we know what happened with Moses. Moses was directed to speak to the rock so that the water, so that God may get the glory. But what did he did? He smoked the rock twice. He was in direct disobedience. And because of that, God said, you know what? Not only will you not cross over into the promised land, but this whole generation right here." from from this 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 sector on down they will not cross over either that whole generation died off due to disobedience but you have to know he he may have smoked the rock when he was told to speak to it but guess what Jesus Christ going on down the line he is the rock he's the living water ah he is the living water Upon which we will never thirst again if we would just taste and see that the Lord is good. He is the living He is the rock. He was a representation of the rock. The New Testament tells us. He came to fulfill the law. So Jesus became that rock. He is the rock. And he says in his word, if you drink of me, you will never thirst again. So we have to understand the importance of obeying the voice of God. When we don't obey him, not only will we, will we, have, will we suffer great sacrifice and consequences behind it. But trust me, God will raise up another. Come on, Saul and David. Come on, somebody. Come on, King Saul, he was rejected, but guess what? God had already had a ruddy haired boy on the backside of the mountain who was fighting lions, tigers, and bears, oh my. Just paraphrasing, y'all don't stone me, please. (laughs) But y'all get my drift, he was fighting um, bears and lions and stuff on the backside of the mountain. A little ruddy haired boy, David. He was a man after God's own heart. He he didn't even know he was going to be king. He was Saul's replacement. Trust me, when we don't obey God, God will raise up another. Trust me. He'll raise up another that will obey. He will. So I just wanted to come on. and, And get you to see why. It is important to obey the voice of God. And are you really hearing God? And we understand in order to hear God, we must know the word of God because his voice is his word and anything that's contradicting it. And we know Satan know the word of God too. But trust me, Satan is the father of lies. If he's speaking the word of God, it's twisted somewhere and he has perverted it. You have to be careful because he's going to twist the truth to make it a lie. There is no truth found in him. He's a liar and the father of lies. So if it contradicts God's word, you know it's not him. If it's not found in God's word, you know you're not hearing his voice. But if it lines up and and God confirms with you that this is my word and you've tested the spirits and you understand this is the voice of God, pay attention upon which he's speaking to you. Write it down because whatever he says, it'll come to pass. That's how you know this is the method until he develops and fine tunes you. Even the more, the deeper you go into him, the more he'll unlock. The more different ways he'll open up to speak to you. But it starts in the secret place. You must be in relationship with him. So th- I'm going to end right there. I just hope that this has helped someone. I hope that it has blessed you as much as it blessed me. Um, I pray that you all got something from out of this, especially the ones that answered asked the question. I hope they got some clarity on it. Um, but I, I hope you all got a takeaway or two from this whole podcast and I hope it was something said that you can take with you on your journey and I appreciate you guys for guys for tuning in and listening to the end and I thank you so very very much for your time and attention to this podcast again this is Kingdom Chats with Tiffany Miller I will see you guys next Wednesday I pray you have a blessed day and a beautiful week. May the angels of the Lord go before you and protect you and lead and guide you and and just cover you under God's blood. May God be with you on this week and may he go before you. Thank you so much for tuning in. God bless you. Bye-bye.